The following podcast is brought to you by New Farm. Welcome to the Grow Radio Network. I'm Matt McClellan. My guest today on the podcast is Mafuz Rahman, the plant pathology extension specialist at West Virginia University Extension and director of the Plant Diagnostics Center. Welcome to the podcast, Mafuz. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Now, uh, the topic for today's podcast is spring and summer disease management in greenhouse-grown edibles. So tell me a little bit about this topic, Mafuz. What role does quick diagnostics play in disease management? Yes, uh, disease management in plants is a whole package. It needs to have many components, most of which are preventative, including use of healthy seeds or transplants, providing balanced nutrition, modification of plant growing environment that is less favorable for the disease causing organism's growth. For example, facilitating foliage drying up or maintaining low humidity inside the greenhouse. However, there are some situations where plant diseases may show up on plants despite best possible precaution and may warrant applications of pesticides. In case of fungal disease, it will be fungicide. Diagnosis of problem and specifically quick diagnosis May well be the deciding factor whether disease will be controlled or not from application of pesticides for a few obvious reasons. First of all, many of the products available nowadays are low spectrum, meaning they control only a specific group of pathogens or pests, and in some cases, only a single species. That's why we need to know exactly what is behind the malady of a plant and use the product that is effective against it. Second, most of the disease management products are preventative, which means they will prevent the disease occurrence or spread of the disease from a diseased plant to a healthy plant. If one grower has less than 1% of the plants showing some kind of disease symptom and the weather remains favorable for disease spread, it is extremely urgent to get the diagnosis done very quickly and apply the right product right away. If there is a situation diagnosis is delayed and in the meantime 50% of the plants are diseased, application of product may not do any good. Last of all, disease evaluation in a field or a greenhouse can often be erroneous or an underestimate, especially if the assessment or scouting is done based on visual symptoms because infected plants do not show symptoms right away. We know that or sometimes spots or lesions on plant surface are just too small to be visible during the early stage. So it is slightly different than counting insects or weed population in a given area. 
That's why many diagnostic labs and nowadays are conducting diagnosis based on the presence of DNA or RNA on plants that then the symptom only. That means the fungal or bacterial organisms, whatever is causing the disease, although it's not showing the symptom, the DNA or RNA of that organism is present if the infection is there. So I highly encourage growers to take advantage of this molecular diagnostics, sending samples to the appropriate lab. I see. So what are some ways that disease-causing agents are introduced in the greenhouse? And what are some of the best ways to eradicate those agents? That's a very good question. As we know, disease-causing organisms can spread uh, dispersed by many different ways, such as wind, water, or rain splash. Seeds are transplants, or even with workers' hands or boots, or by insects. However, greenhouse being a closed structure, windborne pathogens do not get inside from outside environment very often. And if air intake system can use very fine mesh filter, it is possible to prevent introduction of pathogens with the air. Similar is the case for waterborne pathogens or rain splash because it's a controlled environment. On the other hand, outside in the field, all possible mechanisms are spreading mechanisms can be effective. Greenhouse system can use clean water system and use only the trickle irrigation rather than the sprinkler. The major source in the greenhouse, then it should be only seeds or transplant. First line of defense for greenhouse growers is to use certified or treated seeds from a reputable company. If growers keep their own seeds, those can be treated with only hot water or chemicals. By the way, hot water treatment is simple and acceptable to both organic and conventional growers. Many important bacterial, viral, and some fungal diseases can be controlled only by treating the seeds with hot water. Transplants should be thoroughly checked visually and with the aid of microscopes or incubating them under high humidity before transplanting them inside the greenhouse. Some virus diseases, such as tobacco mosaic virus, can be on the plants from workers' hands if they smoke during handling of plants. In addition, extreme measures, measures should be taken with implements and sanitation so that diseases cannot spread inside the greenhouse. In addition, greenhouse floors should be free from all types of volunteer plants and plant debris. Okay. So, can principles of integrated disease management be applied in greenhouse conditions? Absolutely. Integrated disease management follows the same principles as integrated pest management that uses all possible options for minimizing the introduction of disease in a growing environment or minimizing the spread by following good cultural practices, 
modifying the environment to make it less conducive for the growth of the pathogen or selecting resistant variety or providing balanced fertilization for vigorous growth of the plants. As greenhouse provides more controlled environment for plant growth, utmost care should be taken not to bring disease-causing organisms with seeds or transplants. High humidity often ex exacerbates that makes it worse in ma many diseases like powdery mildew, leaf mold, gray mold, etc. Thus, lowering relative humidity or keeping it within the optimum range will be a component of integrated disease management. Greenhouses always are used more intensively and there is a science of inoculum buildup over time. Rotating crop with unrelated crop should always be another good component of integrated disease management. In the absence of rotation at least a break for a couple of months and sanitation should be on the integrated disease management place. Greenhouse production doesn't mean growers cannot use products to control diseases, but it should be done with extreme caution because many of the products that are allowed in the open field in the same crop may not be allowed inside the greenhouse. Similar idea applies to soil-borne diseases, but resistant variety or plants grafted on resistant rootstocks can always be used. But Growers are always encouraged to follow the label on the product if that is uh, is permissible inside the greenhouse condition. Okay, so how do cultural practices influence disease occurrence in in greenhouse production? In fact, uh, cultural practices, especially sanitation, always play a big role inside the greenhouse. Uh, I have some experience dealing with greenhouse growers where in the first few years they did not have any diseases inside the greenhouse. But after few years to three years the all types of diseases, especially those are uh, exacerbated with high relative humidity started showing up. And in many cases, actually, those diseases, I could link them with poor sanitation. In one case, one tomato grower in the greenhouse, he had huge outbreak of tobacco mosaic virus. I interviewed him, and then he, of course, could link it with growers, those who have not been refrain from smoking during the handling of the plant. So we are kind of sure that that problem came from from the workers and those have been smoking at that time. So it's kind of one kind of sanitation and at the same time precaution from handling the, those plants. And also it's very, very important and handling those plants, not to induce the plants at the time of training or, you know, sterilizing those plants 
and also it is very, very important sanitizing the floor and equipment when we are using them inside the greenhouse because all those cultural practices is, is more convenient to control them inside the greenhouse than outside. So only by sanitation and precautions there are many diseases that we can control very well inside the greenhouse condition. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for your time and your information today, Mafuz. Thank you very much for having me. Of course. Once again, if you have any questions, just uh, uh, ask growers to contact me with the email or with, the, with my telephone. Yes, and uh, you can reach you can reach Mafuz at mm dot r a h m a n at mail dot w v u dot edu. That's right. That's his email address, and he will look forward to uh, to speaking to growers about any of these sort of disease management issues. Thanks again for being on the podcast. Thank you. And thank you for listening to the Grow Radio Network. <laughs>